Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beatdown Bandits Podcast. I am Colin, and in today's episode, we're going to discuss Apex Legends Season 7. Um, definitely super excited to talk about it. Um, uh, you know, it's been out for a week now, uh, at least of the, the day of recording this. Uh, it's been out for like seven or eight days. Um, and uh, so I've kind of gotten through those first impressions. I did put out a, a real quick YouTube video on the first day. Of, uh, of the release of season seven, uh, if you want to check that out. Uh, it's just like the first impressions, like those first couple games of the map. So now that we're a little bit more into it, um, I kind of wanted to uh, talk about it a little bit more. Um, so before I get into season seven, I kind of want to jump back. Sorry, I'm, my, my phone is uh, blowing me up here right now. Um, but season six, I kind of want to jump back to that and uh and kind of discuss that a little bit before i get into season seven so season six was definitely not in a good state for me um it just uh, just wasn't really having fun with it anymore um and it's probably about the like halfway point through season six like i was just kind of like burned out with it um i know i took at least like two breaks for like a week or two off and I only play Apex like twice a week for about four hours. Um, Wednesdays and Saturdays, um, play for about four hours in the evening or so. And I couldn't even do that some days. Like I'd get on and, and play for like an hour or two and I was done. I'm like, no, nah, I just don't feel like it. I'm just getting obliterated or whatever. It just wasn't fun for me. And, um, you know, video games are supposed to be fun. And I just, I disliked it. Uh, it was very stale and it just wasn't wasn't in a good state. Now I, I was playing like garbage. Um, and even kind of looking back at my stats though, of like of all the seasons, season six, I had like by far the least amount of games played in, in a season. And, uh, but I, I, I guess the one plus uh, of season six was that cross play came out and, and I felt like that helped um, for sure. And I got a chance to play with kind of some people that I hadn't played with um before which was very cool um there's still plenty of others that i would like to play with at, at some point but i, I kind of doubt that they have me up high on their on their list um you know because uh let's call it spade a spade uh they, they'd have to carry me pretty hard um and most people don't look forward to that um and so you know other things in season six rampart was poo poo I I dislike uh, Rampart a lot. I, I I feel like her personality is good. I just don't feel like her abilities, uh, Sheila. I just I feel like they're garbage. Um, I know she got a buff in season seven. I just I don't think it's it's enough. Like I I think I died one time from a Sheila since season six and seven, and that was only because it was a flying drone Sheila. That was the only time I've ever died. And really, I died because I stopped to look at it. Like, what? It was the first time I saw it. And, like, what am I looking at right now? And that was the only time I've ever died by one. I, I might have two or three kills, but I only played Rampart, like, that first week or two that she came out. Um, but, you know, uh, the buff probably helps a little bit. Uh, it's still just not very good, in my opinion. Um, honestly, I haven't given her that much of a, of a shot, uh, but nobody else is playing her. And I feel like that's good enough, uh, for me to realize, yeah, she's still garbage. Um, the map changes that happened in world's edge were, were good. 
Um, and that kind of added some new new stuff to the season, and even like the the older changes in uh, in Kings Canyon with uh, all the things that happened there over the last like two seasons were also uh, nice. Uh, it was it was good to kind of get that stuff added. Um, you know, I guess uh, like salvage and stuff came like in season five with Loba. Um, but really it just wasn't enough to keep me intrigued with all the, uh, you know, the countdown areas and stuff that were added into world Ed, world Ed, world's edge and launch site, things like that. It was just a failure. Um, I know back in season five, I made a video called my wish list for season six. And the number one thing that I talked about, and I wrapped up the video with this, this talking point also was the big thing that I needed for season six to keep me into it was a new map. And that, that failed. We didn't, we didn't get the new map for season six and that's fine because honestly, like maybe it wasn't ready and they needed to get it finished for season seven. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I'd rather have a polished, perfect map, which I kind of feel like Olympus is and we'll get in, into that. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's, that's the biggest thing is like, I wanted that map for season six and it didn't happen. And it season six got really stale and old and kind of depressing for me. Uh, so, but now here we are in season seven, I feel like things are a lot better and smoother. Um, the changes that they've made have been amazing. Uh, the legend for this season is amazing. The map is amazing. So let's, let's just get into those. Okay. So let's, let's start with Olympus. Because uh, I already hinted at, hinted at that, is Olympus is gorgeous. Uh, it's extremely unique compared to the other maps. Um, every kind of POI point of interest uh, is different. Um, it has good enough uh, loot, I feel like, for a, at least a squad or two. Um, I know there's definitely times in some of the other maps that you'd land at a even at a POI and like walk out of there with like nothing. Even like Skull Town, like jumping back to that. Like the three or four squads that would pretty much land there every time, there's not enough loot for that, and which made it interesting. It, it made it like okay, you got to fight over this location. You know you're going to get in a fight early, and sometimes that's cool. Um, sometimes not. If you want to try to win, you know, I I don't know. So it just depends on the person, I guess. But um, you know, the the loot I feel is really good at every at every POI, and like I said, they're all unique and different, and they give different perspectives of everything. Um, it's just, it's just so much drastically different than the other two. Um, especially like if you look at like the bright colors, um, and new things to explore. I mean, it's, it's comparing like just the colors of the map, uh, to world's edge and then even darker, like King's Canyon. Like it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's good to see, you know, there's new Nessies to find. The tridents are very cool to, and, and fun to just kind of goof off with and ramp off things. Um, and I'm slowly kind of finding like my kind of favorite areas to, to land and, uh, and to be able to loot up and, and rotate out of rotations are going to take some time. Um, I'm not, uh, amazing at those yet because it's only been a week and I've only played a couple different, a uh, couple different days, but, um, like hydroponics, grow towers, uh, gardens, oasis carrier, docks even like i didn't like docks the first time i landed there but then i started landing there like like right kind of in between docks and carrier a little bit and uh that area has actually been very helpful um so i've kind of liked that those have kind of been kind of my some of my favorites here recently um and then i'm kind of currently checking out and kind of getting used to 
Um, the jump towers are, are a bit taller this season. I noticed like right off of the bat, like the, the drop ship is maybe a little bit lower um, or something like you can't quite make it as far. So the, you know, the, the flying and the jump master aspect is a little bit different um, coming out of there. Like you can't quite make it as far. So I feel like maybe it's a little bit lower. Um, and the map is, is a little bit more wavy. One of my, one of my friends pointed that out to me is like, you'll notice like certain parts, like it, it, it kind of is concaved maybe a little bit. Um, so trying to get farther, you're kind of flying into a hill. So maybe you're not going to make it as far. So, um, that's kind of another unique aspect, um, of that. Um, but yeah, the, the trident, um, definitely want to talk about that. It's definitely a great way to kind of get around. I'm sorry. I'm kind of looking at my notes here, like of things I don't want to miss. Um, the trident, uh, definitely a great way to kind of get around the map. The, the only problem, and I made note of this in my, my first impressions with the trident video is, um, uh, it draws a lot of attention. Um, so if you want to, if you're looking to get pushed by like a third party, then a fourth party, then a fifth party and, and so on and so forth, the Trident is for you. Uh, you can easily third party people with it. Uh, if you time those things right, but another is going to come because people can hear that Trident coming from pretty far away. Um, so it's going to bring attention. So just be aware of that. Um, you're definitely not taking as much damage, um, from it. That was a big worry of mine on the first impressions video was, if you're in it, your whole team is taking damage. It's not much. Um, and it also is very hard to hit. And if you need to get out of dodge, the Trident is a great, uh, a great resource for that. So if there's one near or you brought one in with you, you're fighting, it's not going as planned and you need to, to pull back. That Trident is a, is the ideal escape opportunity. So, uh, that is the, that is kind of a benefit benefit for it. Um, the things you can put on it, the caustic gas traps, you can drive up to people with that gas going, the dome if you need to, you know, really get away and be protected. So if you have a Gibraltar on your team, that's handy. Uh, the, uh, the turret, I've already talked about Sheila. I'm not a fan, um, but you can put a Sheila on there. But, you know, it's, it's so rare that that happens. Um, and every time I hear... I hear Sheila shooting. I'm never worried, to be honest. Uh, people don't hit their shots with it. Um, so, yeah. Um, having a sniper rifle or something this season, a G7, uh, a Hemlock, which I'll talk about later, uh, the Wingman, is something just definitely you kind of want to be comfortable with. Um, so if you're not, if you're like a I only use SMGs type of a person, um, I, I would maybe suggest to people, and I'm, I'm not good by any means, but I feel like this map, uh, goes well towards like having an SMG and having some type of long range type of thing, or at least medium range of like a hemlock, you know, like a 301 works, works fine as well. But, um, having something that you can hit at a distance, um, like the areas around like Hammond Labs are so open and so just sniper friendly, uh, and especially with Hammond Labs being like right in the center of the map, there's a, it, it gets very crowded very quick. Um, and it gets a lot of attention. So, um, if you enjoy snipers, maybe try landing at like the, the solar array. Um, there's always tons of, uh, sniper equipment there. There's, there's always different, all like pretty much any type of sniper rifle you want is always going to be there. I think there's a lot of times there's a gold, uh, sniper there as well. Uh, you'll find every attachment needed. You'll find tons of scopes and tons of sniper stocks. You'll find everything you need uh, right there. Um, so it's very sniper friendly. 
Um, but you can grab whatever you need there. That uh, it's it's always packed. Um, the rifts and portals uh, are always a lot of fun as well. Um, definitely quick ways to get around the map. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities that kind of go with those that um, I think we'll find out. You know, as the seasons go or the season goes on, we'll find new new things to kind of do with that. And uh, but it's a great way to get around a good chunk of the map really quick. Um, however, I've noticed that they do get a little campy uh, by a lot of caustics um, and teams just kind of waiting to pounce. Um, as somebody who's a former Watson main and, and not necessarily a Watson main, I don't really feel like it, but I, I have more games with her in there is like that's a good opportunity for those of just setting up fences and forming that triangle right there where they're hitting it twice and they just have no opportunity to get back. Um, but I've seen a lot of caustic barrels setting as soon as they come out of one, like I can see the barrels right there and the team's just standing there ready to shoot. Um, so it's a, it's an opportunity for teams to pounce on. Um, so just kind of be wary of that before kind of jumping through, um, one, um, but it's also a great time to be bait of going through there and then having team follow you back, um, and, uh, just using it as bait to bring somebody through, um, that might be coming from experience, uh, but I don't really want to talk about that. Um, so let's, let's talk about Horizon. Um, Horizon, I feel like of, of all the legends that have come that are, are new into the game, she is by far like the most perfectly balanced to just drop and not be insanely OP or insanely just useless. Um, she, the thing is like nothing is OP with her because you can get out of that black hole fairly easily uh, if you're her enemy. And uh, I mean, you can watch her tactical lift up and watch where they go. You can see them setting up there sometimes just sitting ducks or whatever, just over your head. Um, but playing as Horizon, she's a lot of fun uh, for sure. I'm not great with her, so I, I probably won't play with her a ton. Um, but she can be played solo for sure um, because of just how well she can flank or whatever, and, and uh, the black hole doesn't need to be communicated with the team. Um, but she's definitely more fun playing uh, with a team for uh, like 100%. Because if you can communicate when you're using that black hole and tossing that ultimate out at a team, uh, especially if you have like a Caustic or a Gibraltar or a Bangalore or, or any, anybody who has nades with you, uh, those, those black holes can be a lot of fun, uh, especially like in-game. Um, and just a piece of advice to people, I, like I've been in a couple in-games with Horizons, and they toss it like in the middle of the circle, but you're basically keeping people in there, and you're keeping everybody in there. So if you're playing this Horizon and you're making it to the in-game, and you see like one team on the other side of you, try to toss your black hole behind them or beside them outside of the ring. So it's pulling them out there to get extra damage. Um, don't put it in the middle where everybody's basically protected and you're pulling everybody to each other. Put it away and uh, pull them outside to get that extra ring damage. So that, that I feel like is, is more important with her. Just, just mine, my piece of advice. Um, the flanks that she can do with her gravity lifts are, are absolutely amazing. Amazing. I've had a couple nice kills that way, just kind of going up and over buildings and coming in behind somebody when they didn't expect it, uh, has been great. Uh, you can completely bamboozle people. Um, and, uh, I myself got bamboozled really good and costed a, costed a win for sure. Um, so it'll, it's going to happen, <laughs> happen to everybody. Uh, I was fighting, uh, I was Horizon, and I was fighting Horizon on the other side, 
and I saw her thing go down. I didn't see her go up and I'm sitting here because I had tossed my black hole. I'm shooting at it and like, where the heck did she go? And then I get lasered from behind. So she popped up and over. I had no idea. So uh, it's, it's very possible. Um, but she's really perfect for this map. Um, all the different little elevation changes and ramps it works so well for her. All the like slightly tallish buildings that are hard to climb up. Um, you know, she can get up and over them uh, like nothing. Um, so it, it opens up a lot of cool opportunities uh, for her to do things. And I think she'll work very well on World's Edge as well because there's similar things on that map. Um, but I'm kind of honestly waiting for like these horizon gravity lift black hole Kraber 360 trick shot videos to come out they're going to be pretty amazing for sure um okay so uh, i also want to talk about a few other legends uh for this season um i want to start with octane so um right towards the e end of season six i did start playing as octane a little bit um just because i i as i as i mentioned i played a lot of watson and I, I started playing a little bit of Caustic. Like, I felt like he could be aggressive. And with like teammates that would just always leave, Caustic is, I feel like, can handle like a 1v2 or 1v3 a little bit better. If you can get into a building, he's a little bit harder to fight. Um, so I, I played a lot of Caustic um, because I, I have horrible luck with randoms that, that die and leave or whatever or push stupid fights. Um, so I, I switched to him a little bit. And uh, Watson, it's harder to win those fights um, just because she doesn't have that super aggressive like tactical or ultimate that Caustic does. Um, but I have played with those two mostly over the last like two seasons. And um, making that switch to Octane was, was um, I felt like something I just wanted for like a little bit more of an escapability. Like let's, let's try something a little less uh hold down the fort because my teammates were always gone and a little bit more aggressive and i'm not a super aggressive player when it comes to apex i kind of would appreciate a little bit more of that support role like a watson or a lifeline or something um i'm not ever going to be like a like a wraith main or something i'm just not that good i i, I can't hit that shots i can i can rotate really well i'm i'm very good with uh strategy and things like that i just don't hit as many shots so i don't necessarily want to be like this this the the leading bloodhound or something like that i i do with like my friends because i play most and i i understand those those rotations a little bit better in the strategy so I tend to be that guide with that person, but I've always done it as Watson. Um, but I, the reason why I always disliked Octanes was because they, they always had a tendency to do their own thing and very unpredictable and unreliable. So I've always disliked it. So like at the legend selection screen, anytime my random would pick Octane, I just, I would literally just shrug and just say, "Ugh, here comes another Octane basically. And uh, I hated it. But if I was that Octane random, I wouldn't have to worry about some crazy wild card. Um, you know, I could be that crazy wild card, right? So, um, and plus with this, his, his um, buff basically in season seven, where he's get this extra health boost and his health regenerates so much faster, you almost don't need to carry more than like four syringes for health. Um, so he's, he's so far has kind of been my main pick for season seven. I've, I've actually really enjoyed playing with him. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's, uh, um, I, I think I, I tweeted it the other day was, uh, I am slowly and I don't know, like 
regrettably becoming an Octane main. He is, he is a lot of fun. And uh, I really just play public matches, and he works really well in public matches. Um, I probably would never play him in ranked. I just feel like that's, that's weird and not as helpful for my team. But in public matches where I can kind of do whatever and it doesn't matter if I die, Octane is, is pretty useful. So I'll stop making fun of all the Octane randoms, okay? Um, so, and as mentioned, Watson. So Watson, I, I love um, 100%. She's been my favorite legend since she came out and probably will be until the day I die. Um, I do love her kit and her possibilities that she has. Um, and while her fences did get like a small damage buff this season, um, she still, I feel like, needs some type of rework to be useful in pubs. Um, I, I'm a little worried that Respawn thinks like, okay, she's not useful in pubs, but she's very useful in competitive play and high-ranked games. So we're okay with that. She doesn't need to be, she doesn't need to be somebody that needs to be super useful in pubs because she's useful over here. And a lot of teams build their teams around a Watson uh, when it comes to like competitive teams or, you know, esports and pro teams, like they build around Watsons and it's very common. Um, I just, I, I, I love her and <coughs> I'm not good enough to be uh, really more than like a gold player. That's just, that's just not me. One, I get bored with it. I don't have the time to grind to get much higher. Like I said, I want to play once or twice a week, really. So I don't have time to get above that where Watson becomes more useful. Because even in gold, I'm, I'm playing with like silver players who don't care if they die real quick because they're only losing like 12 RP or something. So it's not that big of an effect to just die off of the, the die and, 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 and be strategic. So in gold, like I want to start becoming a little more, more strategic and losing 24 RP real quick is a little bit more devastating. So, uh, so when I get to that level, I try to slow play a little bit more and be a little bit smarter about the fights I take. And, um, you know, Watson for pubs is just not a great pick, I don't think. Um, and I would like her to be that way because I want to play with her more. And honestly, like so far in season seven, I haven't played with her at all. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe it's just the ultimate pylons need to kind of last longer or, or something, but there's gotta be some type of tweak that can happen with her. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, and I know like the openness of Olympus just kind of makes it a little bit more challenging for her to be useful, I think. So I'll be curious when like the, uh, the, a, the, uh, Apex Legends global series, uh, comes back for, uh, for this season um and kind of see what the pro teams do with watson um and maybe that'll just kind of give me ideas i'm usually pretty creative with watson and and uh especially if i have time um so but there there's limited choke points i feel like uh this season especially with like the trident now that that might be some type of an advantage that watson has is the fences do slow down the trident and especially if people are going crazy and they're going fast and they're trying to rotate maybe maybe that's where watson comes into play is is the trident preventer i i don't know i'm like i said i'm very curious what happens with with pro teams um but yeah those those up open spaces with watson if you have a watson on your team those open spaces are a bit of a, a hindrance as you're getting from point a to point b and some type of rotation um she doesn't offer much for kind of locking that type of stuff down um especially with like the the elevation changes um, and I, I, I just, I picture like Hammond Labs area, you know, there's the house above 
with like the the water ramps or whatever the water slides uh, watson is just a sitting sitting duck down there if you don't have a like a gibraltar or a bloodhound or something that you're playing with uh, or or a, a pathfinder or a wraith that can that can move your squad faster um she's uh she's gonna be rough so uh she's got to be the one <laughs> if you can make it to end game uh super super useful um so i don't know i mean i'm not i'm kind of preaching to everybody who knows what the what the status is of watson so um so yeah if you can work with like a crypto or a bloodhound or a pathfinder to uh kind of find where those end rings are a little bit more you know she does become more useful um, but that's not going to happen in pubs matches. You know, people in, in public matches just kind of want to push fights and kills and get damage. And uh, so I, I get that 100%. Um, so honestly, because I haven't played ranked this season, I uh, I haven't really, I haven't played her. I haven't touched her. So um, it'll take some time and I might start busting her out here soon uh, just because I want to play with her again. And uh, I'll kind of see what kind of creativity I can come up with um, on these maps. Um, and uh, using those fences. So I'm um, not going to write her off yet. I just feel like she needs some type of tweak. Um, so finally, kind of last legend I do want to talk about, and I want to kind of get into guns, and then I'll, I'll wrap up. But I want to talk about Loba. So um, I was never a fan of Loba uh, uh, at all, because I feel like she causes more problems than what she's worth. Um, so, uh, I, I mean, I just I swear that girl gets her team killed more than anybody else and probably even more than like charging wraiths or octanes that, that kind of push fights and die and get down and now your teammate is your teammates are stuck trying to get your get you up or get your uh, your banner uh is you know lobas lobas are, are natural looters anyway right so that's what they're very good at um while while she can be very handy on your team to get something like oh i really need an extended mag or i'm desperate for ammo like she is very useful for that but something i've started like midway through season six is what i started telling myself and i try to tell the people that i i play with is loot death boxes not buildings um so loot super fast like i want to start setting like timers on looting and uh you know when you drop you know you want to loot a couple of buildings but then it's like it's time once you have those guns and you have you have an armor you don't need to worry about attachments get attachments from the the people you kill and i'm i'm really trying to push that out uh as much as i can and really focus on on looting boxes and not buildings um so i'm, I'm trying to do better with that um so yeah, again, it's just, you know, people get so stuck in those Loba shops um, and they sit there and debate and debate and debate about, oh, I only get two things, what am I gonna do? So, um, but when she puts that that shop down, it's, it's very noticeable and it can keep somebody there for a long time in those like internal debates about what I wanna get. And uh, they, they wanna make that right decision because they're they're limited to those two items. So I was playing the other day and I came across, uh, came walking into Rift, and I saw a building with like six or seven like death boxes outside of it, and so I kind of naturally headed that way, like one, is there, is there somebody over here? And so I headed that way with my team, and I saw, as I got closer and closer, I saw all of a sudden the Loba shop open up, because you can kind of see that gray or that like silver diamondish color ring pop out when the, the shop goes down and gets opened. 
And so I saw it, but they had no idea because it's kind of loud when she puts it down and they had no idea. So I came walking up, uh, looked literally right through a window of one of those round buildings and, and rift and we just lit them up. Um, and <laughs> they were all dead before they even knew what was going on. Cause they were all stuck and looting in Lopa's little shop. So, um, you know, I, they had just had no idea and, and they just couldn't get off fast enough to not die. Um, and, and no offense to any Loba mains out there. Um, it can be really useful. My problem is everyone that I've really played with just tends to fall way behind because of a loot obsession. Um, so that, that's really my issue. And especially if I, you know, and I also actually, I really like cryptos as well, but every time I get with like a Loba and a crypto, I just, I have to go super slow. I can't push fights because they're, they're stopped. So, um, there are some crisp cryptos that are super aggressive. Um, you know, uh, you know, match, uh, who plays on Xbox and there's like, uh, Il spooky. Who's one of my favorites. Um, I love watching his streams and stuff. And there's, there both of those guys are, are so good with crypto. And, uh, but most people don't play crypto that way. They're super slow about it. Uh, when those guys are have insane movement and they just push, 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 push. So, um, you know, Loba's don't tend to be that way. They have to stop and loot. And uh, so that's, that's kind of my issues with those two people. Okay. So enough, enough complaining. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop complaining. Um, so one last thing though, uh, and um, that I do want to talk about is, is kind of the guns and like got the gun loadouts that maybe you should try and give a shot. If you, if you have like your favorites, you know, try, try new things. Um, you know, I, I discovered a new gun that I'm going to talk about in like season three that I rarely would pick up or season four that I would rarely pick up. And then I fell in love with it and I've been in love with it ever since. And, uh, even for season seven now, like it's, it's probably my favorite gun. Um, so, uh, anyway, um, basically I want to talk about like the guns that I like to pick up and I like to use, um, some guns that I just like to avoid if I can. And some that I pretty much banned from my hands, uh, for the season, unless I'm landing with other teams and I have really no other options. So warning, this might be controversial. Okay. All right. So I got to get this off my chest is the R99 is overrated. Uh, you can, you can dislike, you can complain to me. You can comment on the video that I'm an idiot. You got to do what you got to do. I understand that. And, and really it's just me. Um, I don't hit my shots with it. I just don't. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not good with it. It's honestly embarrassing. You know, everybody's like, Oh, everybody's running 99s. A lot of people are running like double 99s. I pick it up. I'm like, okay, yeah, I feel good. It's kitted. I got a purple mag. I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. And I miss every shot from 20 feet away. Like I miss them all. It goes high. I shoot over their heads. I don't know what it is. I just, I miss. Um, I can get in the firing range and, and do it all day, but I get in a game with the 99, I miss them all. Um, it's, it's embarrassing. Um, I, the only way that I felt like I could hit shots and that started working for me was bursting with the 99, which you really shouldn't do. And, uh, that was like the only time I was hitting shots with it. And it's like, I got to stop picking this up. So finally the other day when I was playing, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with the 99 for the season. So I'm not going to pick it up. And, um, I'm actually having luck with other guns. So, um, so yeah, maybe that, that's just me. Um, the wingman is kind of one of those other guns that, uh, is, is really like it's odds. 
Like, I feel like when I pick it up, I've got about a 25% chance of having a good day with it. And if I, if I play well with it in one game, odds are like the whole day, every game I play with, I'll pick it up and I'll have, I'll have some kills with it. I'll get some knocks. I'll get, I'll make some cool shots with it. And we'll have a good day. But 75% of the time, I feel like it, it either like no regs or like I just miss everything and I can't hit a shot. Um, so wingman is also one of those ones that I rarely avoid. The only time like I feel like I will be gravitated to it and I'll pick it up is if I find like a skull piercer like early and I'm like, okay, let's, let's do the wingman. Cause I can get it quick. Uh, I can get it uh, equipped really fast and I can get it kitted out. Um, so that's about the only time. Um, but guns I love this season. So starting with the light guns is, uh, I have two like go-tos, uh, and that's 301 and the alternator. I mean, they're, they're just, they're just perfect guns in my opinion. Um, I love them. I hit my shots with them a lot. Uh, 301 at almost any range, it works really well for mid, mid to kind of close range. Um, and then the alternator is just kind of my go-to finisher gun. If I'm running like double lights or I have that equipped, that's just my kind of go-to like, uh, SMG type thing. Um, the ulti up close actually does work really good with hip fire. I was really testing it out last night when I was playing and I'm like, I'm just going to get up in, in people's businesses. Like I, I just wanted to test it and it, it worked surprisingly well. Um, you definitely need like a, like a, at least like a blue or a purple mag to go with it and it does work well um it's not as great as like ideally like yeah it would be great to have a spitfire up close and just hit fire that sucker and I, I could kill everyone but um no the alternator is surprisingly decent with hip fire so test it out um a lot of people don't like it for whatever reason but it, it's an it's an underrated gun uh the re45 is better with the quick draw so if you can find that quick draw hop up it's it's really good and i've I've shredded with the RE45 in the past and just straight up murdered lobbies. Um, but I would still, uh, any day of the week, still pick up a 301 or an alternator over the RE45. Um, I'll give the, the, quick, uh, the quick hop up a little bit more, the quick draw hop up a little bit more time this season. I want to give it, one of these games, I'm just going to run like double RE45s with the hop ups and just, and just try to see what I can do. Um, heavy guns for me. And so this is, this is my, my, my favorite secret. If a lot of people have always avoided this gun because they didn't like it because of the burst and then it's the hemlock. Um, that's, that's been by far my favorite gun of season seven is the hemlock. Um, people slept on it from day one, all the way up to about season four or season five. And, uh, but I started using it like exclusively in like season three and that was like my, my highest KD of all seasons is when I started like, let's try this Hemlock. And what did it for me is when I, I switched it to, to single fire. Uh, when I switched it to single fire, I, and I was fighting, I was fighting in the little cave that goes from Skyhook out to like the, that pavilion type thing that overlooks like train yard, the, the, the tower, not the pavilion, the tower right outside there, I was fighting in there with that down and I lit up an entire team with a single fire hemlock. And it was, it was amazing. I'm like, uh, yeah, this is my go-to from here on out. And so I do not sleep on the hemlock unless I like, I'm just feeling like other guns that day. 
uh, Hemlock is my is my go-to like a backup. I, I use it as a sniper up close, shoddy. I use it as everything basically. Uh, it's so versatile. Um, the three-round burst, even getting a nerf this season, is still very good up close. Uh, works very well with hip fire, um, and even the single fire works really well with with hip fire. Um, but honestly, when I pick up a hemlock, I immediately switch it to single fire and utilize it that way. Uh, it's been very helpful. Um, but I do feel like it's not a secret anymore. Um, but that single fire hemlock still isn't utilized very often. I don't get, I don't feel like I get shot with it very often. Um, but it works great at every range. So I'm just letting you know that now, like give it a shot. Um, and I do mean every range. Okay, the hip fire up close with it with a single fire is insane. I mean, as fast as you can spam that trigger, uh, works really well. Um, uh, medium and even even sniper distances, uh, it, it smacks with that that hemlock smacks, and especially if you can get that three time HCOG, um, man, that that's what dreams are made of is a hemlock with the three times I think on it. Um, bruiser again very acceptable it's a little bit more of a medium range um, but that three times if I can get that and I can find that early uh, I know I'm I'm in for at least like a 1200 damage game uh, unless something crazy happens but um, try it out if you haven't already um, if you can get the prowler out of the care package um, you need to drop a gun and pick up the prowler uh, if you leave it if you leave it in the care package and you're not you don't want to grab it then you're going to die by it so uh, I'll just tell you that now. If you find it, get it, drop something. Um, shotguns, Mozambique all the way, right? You know, um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, EVA 8 is acceptable. I, a lot of people aren't big fans of the, uh, the double tap. I love it. Um, but Mastiff 100% is where it's at. Um, it's just so devastating. It's often my secondary weapon um, as like my finisher gun. So if I, if I don't run like a Hemlock, then I'm usually running a Mastiff as my secondary. I run like an SMG or a 301 or something with a, with a Mastiff. Works really well. Um, energy guns. Uh, the Havoc recoil is better, um, but I feel like I still have to be pretty close to, to utilize it. Um, so I don't usually run the Havoc unless I get it early. Um, the Volt is, uh, is a great gun in my opinion. In my opinion, better than the 99. That's controversial, I understand. But currently, I, I would much rather have a Volt than a 99. Um, it does, I think, does like one more damage per shot. I could be wrong on that. Um, I'm, not, I'm not positive, but I feel like it does. Um, I, just, I just hit my shots with it. Um, that to me is much more important than, oh, I'm just carrying a 99 and I'm going to miss all my shots. So I'd much rather have a gun, uh, even if it does less damage, if I hit my shots, it's much more important to me. Um, but please, I'm asking everybody, can we please leave the devotions on the ground? Please leave them there. I know it's tempting. I know it's very tempting to pick those up uh, because you can get easy knocks and kills with them, but it sucks to be on the other end of it. And we've all been there. Uh, it needs to be a care package gun 100%. It needs to go in there. Uh, the Devo is so, so toxic. It needs to be in that. Okay. It's just not a fair fight for anybody. So uh, it's just not fun uh, for anybody to be on either end. I don't feel like if I get knocked with a devotion, I don't feel good about it because I'm using a devotion, man. I'm using a care package gun. Like I shouldn't feel like, oh man, I'm awesome because I'm using a gun that's 10 times better than they're using. Um, so please, I'm asking everybody, like, let's go and protest together and leave the devotion on the ground and pick up something else. Everything else is acceptable. Leave the devotion on the ground, please, please. Okay. Snipers, 
Uh, let's jump into those. Triple take, pretty much the only one that I would touch because it could double as a shotgun. Um, but I actually started liking the longbow, like finally. Um, Sentinel uh, to me is just uh, kind of poo-poo. I, I don't hit my shots with a Sentinel. And longbow I never did until like right into like the end of season six. I picked it up and I ended up getting like three kills with it like super quick. I'm like, how how did I get this damage and how did I get these kills? It ended up being the longbow and I was hitting shots with it. So I started grabbing it a little bit more and having a little bit more fun with it. Um, you know, the charge rifle, it just is what it is. I don't see too many people pick it up and utilize it anyway. So, uh, you know, it's fine. You know, if you, especially if you want to uh, upgrade your armor or whatever, then, you know, feel free to use it. But to me, it just kind of feels toxic. Not quite as bad as the Devo, but uh, it just seems kind of unfair. Um, yeah, so I mean, that that's, that's it uh, for me for today. Again, I, I recommend everybody, you know, try out Horizon. Uh, let me know what you think of the map. Let me know what you think of Horizon. If you feel like this season's better, there are improvements, things are bad. What do you want to do with Watson? Like, I'm, I'm very curious what people's thoughts are on Watson, um, because I love her and I want her to be good in pubs. I just don't feel like it's going to happen. So kind of a bummer, but it is what it is. Okay, everyone. Um, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and wrap up. Um, I do appreciate you all stopping by and watching or, or listening or both, you know, hopefully. Uh, so, but be sure to, to you know, like, comment, and, and subscribe, please. Uh, it, it definitely uh, helps me out. And uh, remember, if, uh, if you want to listen to the audio versions, you can uh, check out this podcast over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, that's it. Thanks for watching. Later.